I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to the Football Book Club. Excuse me. What? Why was there no <laughs> fact file at the start of the episode? <laughs> what what are we gonna do? We're gonna do a fa- fact file for Father Christmas or something like that. I could do a fact file for Father Christmas. Mm. Give me the, give me the give me the fun music. Give me the blank 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 blank. Let's start the podcast again. Start the podcast again. Cue plonky plonky music. Father Christmas. Played 725 games for Lapland FC, North Pole United, and Doncaster Rovers. A bit of a naughty boy in the sack, because he has a sack, and great with reindeer. Uh, assisted a lot of goals with uh, with uh, his elves. Um, but, but what did the book club think of the holiday that his, his friends put together for Football Book Club? Wow. I've drunk a bit. <laughs> what do we think, guys? What do we think? Wow. You almost killed well, Tash with it. <laughs> yeah. It's true. Tash, Tash uh... sounds like she's dying. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks, Jack. You, <laughs> you, you. Let's move on. Let's move on yeah, as quick great. as we can. Thanks, that. Jack. We're here to celebrate Christmas. Welcome to Football Book Club, the only book club where, instead of literary classics, each week we read another footballer's autobiography. Less Dan Brown, more. Coventry City's brown away kit of the 1970s. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, That's boy. my favourite one. That is the yeah. best one. Yeah, yeah it's oh, too meta. So it's definitely the best one. Way too meta for me. No, uh, th- I like it. Thank you to David Hartrick for that one, I guess. Well done, David Hartrick. Play that with the format great. already. Oh, okay. But you Break like the that. format. Break it. <laughs> Smash it to pieces, David. Thank you. <laughs> I've had one beer. <laughs> Smash the system. <laughs> I'm Jesbog, and so far this series we've read classics such as Jamie Vardy's From Nowhere and Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank's Jimmy. <laughs> Boo. Boo. <laughs> <laughs> but today, today is a special day because it's the Football Book Club Christmas Party. Hey! Yay! <laughs> uh, Insert kinda... political joke. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> Nice, nice. This will be going out two weeks after this whole... Oh, yeah. Uh, I assume the government's fallen. <laughs> yeah, um. by this point. <laughs> we're, we're recording this just as um, yeah, just as all that Christmas party stuff comes out. But anyway, let's not let it get in the way of our lovely party. Joining me for Christmas are, as always, Jack Bernhardt. Hello, virtual Christmas party, can I just say? Yeah, yep. it's very much virtual. James Balgen. 
Yep, hello. Nice legal Christmas party we're having here. And, of course, Natasha Frisco. Hello, only cheese and wine here. Thank you very much. There we go. Good. <laughs> oh, swear to God, all these jokes are going to be fucking golden. We record our episodes like six months in advance. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine if we did that and we were making these really incredible references. This is our Christmas 2022 episode. So um, <laughs> yeah, this, this doesn't make any sense. Uh, so Merry Christmas, one and all. What a magical time of year. Merry Christmas. Uh, Merry Christmas. It, you know, we we didn't do a Christmas episode last year, uh, yeah. but the year before, I got you all in the spirit by reading Graham Souness's book. Do you remember that, Jack and uh, James? I've tried to block it out. Yes. <laughs> how, how do you guys celebrate your Christmas usually? Uh, usually I read Graham Souness's uh, That is how you do it anyway. Okay, that makes sense. That <laughs> so makes sense. Tash, wasn't I mean, really a big deal for me. This is your first Christmas. We've done one. It uh, is. What's, what's, what's the, what's, because what's the last year we were abiding by the rules and we did not have a Christmas party. Um, that's, that's true. I feel like it's getting a very political episode already. <laughs> Don't do any Christmas podcasting last year. That's yes, what they said. exactly. And we abided yes. by that. This year, however, I have dragged myself from my sick bed, as you may hear, and I am absolutely buzzing for this episode. You, nice. For reasons that will become clear. Yeah, well, I, I, and the reasons are, I'll give you the reasons right now, listeners. The reasons are, um, I've, I've, you know, we read one book all together last time. I've done something a little bit different this time. I'm generally dressed up as Father Christmas, which That's I realise could be something I could be lying about on the podcast. But we've got, as, as the kids say, <laughs> we've got the receipts. I will take some photos of this. I'll say, um, he's, not, he's not really, he's dressed up like Father Christmas in the sense that, like, you know how joggers dress up like Father yeah. Christmas. Yeah, <laughs> well, actually, this is from my girlfriend when she did a Christ, uh, Father Christmas uh, fun run. Oh, and it, is, okay, okay. it feels like the most flimsy, flammable outfit. <laughs> I feel like if I go near a light, I'm going, I'm going up. But this year, anyway, for the Christmas this year, I've got you all a present. Mm-hmm. An individual different present, which I've kind of, you know, I've thought about which present fits the, the, the different person the most. Uh, and, and each of them, obviously, of course, is a weird and wonderful football-related book. Uh, they all come through, guys. Do you all get your book? Yeah. Yeah. Great. Well, today, <laughs> you can tell us all about your presents as we have ourselves a lovely little Christmas party. Let's get, let's get unwrapping, shall we? Should we get unwrapping? Christmas usually ends their day. For, I don't know, for me anyway, my family, we kind of open the presents later in the day, but I feel like we should... I can't just... get on board with this. Yeah, I'm I only learn about this. Yeah, what I only learned about this what when I met time? my husband and I went to his house for Christmas. And what sort of nonsense is this? They ate. Before they open their Christmas yeah, presents. Yeah, definitely. No, me and my sister my are like feral till March. animals. No, we get in from a night out at like half past five in the morning, 6am, we're downstairs, still a bit merry, topping up on Baileys, ripping them to shreds. That's just See, how it goes. I don't get this drinking thing. This is the only drink I'm having at Christmas, the one I'm drinking right now. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a, it's a still water. It, in, my, in my family, Christmas is as unenjoyable as it can possibly be. We wait for as long as we can not to open the presents. Ugh. My, my parents used to do that as a joke. They'd be like, let's go up for a walk. And I would go, oh. no, <laughs> but, but daddy, I want to do my impressions of Chris Kamara on Soccer Saturday. <laughs> oh, fuck, I forgot about that. I genuinely forgot to reveal that. This but it's year. Boxing Day, daddy, the most magical time of year. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I'm assuming you say daddy. I don't know why I've added that. I do in, say daddy. Uh, uh, yeah, I do cool. say daddy. Very nice. Very nice. James, <laughs> you have not, what's your Christmas like? Uh, I think what, Tasha's is too extreme, but yours is also too, too extreme. Mine <laughs> you're is. Like, uh, you're the golden lock option. Yeah, sort of, you know, reasonable time, mid morning presents. That's fair. 
get to okay. lunch later in the afternoon. Okay. My mum, like, just, bear in mind, I am 30 years old and my sister is 20. My yeah. mum makes us the night before. This is before we go on the night out. We make reindeer food, which is oats mixed with glitter. Oh. And we have Ooh. to spread it all over the driveway. And we have to put on our matching pyjamas. <laughs> And then we go to bed and then she goes to bed and she pretends that she doesn't know that we then go out. And then she comes down the stairs, puts all the presents out. And as we come in from the night out, Santa's been. This yeah. sounds like a task from uh, Garth Brooks Hyder in the house. <laughs> it really does, yeah. It's, it's, it's like an unspoken thing, yeah. Quick, the reindeer's coming. Yeah, Clean she's up, got some bells that she sticks out the window so it sounds like they're on the roof. Oh, it's so incredibly cute. Yeah. I mean, you are—I I don't want like you are. Uh, no, but if anyone listening at home wants to feed a reindeer, don't give them glitter. That's one thing I will say. <laughs> I, uh, those, those those deer will die from that. That's but, true. Uh, yeah. I that's, sorry, I'm I'm baffled by the idea of going out on Christmas Eve. That oh that, yeah. Oh, that's a that's not, a thing. Yeah. I did it it's once. Didn't like it. No. <laughs> and you feel terrible all day the next day. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, but yeah, you. It's the perfect day to be hungover because you lie there. My nan cooks loads of food and I just sit there and she brings me like Yorkshire puddings covered in gravy That's while I sit and, and watch Love Actually. It's amazing. Glitter and gravy, Yorkshire puddings. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Love it. Well, well, I honestly thought that the clubs would be closed on Christmas Eve. No, <laughs> but that's because that's because I am a I'm a 33 year old 32 year old man trapped in the oh sorry I'm a 70 year old man trapped in the body of a 33 year old. <laughs> you like, had about four different ages there. I know, yeah. Like I'm I'm going back in time constantly. I'm a 52 year old man trapped in the body of a 67 year old man. <laughs> uh, it's not that weird, yeah. <laughs> James. Let's kick off with yes. you. I, w- I want you opening your presents first. So here is Wait, the sorry, moment. Can I, what? Can I ask what the logical inconsistency of this is? Yeah, like, I was just going to say. We, we're mean? not unwrapping our presents. Oh, okay, we, okay. We, we've, 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 we've received unwrapped our your, presents. You've unwrapped your presents. And then we've read okay. them. Because That's otherwise okay. it would, we'd have to do it. We have to read them in seconds and then review it quickly. That's absolutely true. It's just a fun, I, you know, it's the people, let the, let the people this, use their imagination. Don't patronise our audience. When you say like, oh, this week we're reading this. No, we read it previously and now oh, we're reviewing it. Word. Okay. God, no, what, this guy. Okay, like, this guy's Scrooge their Christmas party. Yeah, here. my word. Scrooge McDuck. Yeah. I had one drink. Kick and him out. Kick him what? out. And also, I don't like how the quizzes work, okay? <laughs> That's it. Mute. You're not, Mute. You're, you're not getting Ken Zong later. You're not getting Ken Zong. That's your punishment <laughs> for Christmas. Anyway, uh, James, well, uh, uh, let's see what happened when you opened your Christmas present. Well, James has sent me an early Christmas present. Um, it's very book shaped. Let's see what it is. Apparently, you sent Jack uh, a nicely wrapped one in a gift bag. Mine's just a plastic grey bag. Oh, it's Alan Hansen's soccer quiz book. Brilliant. Featuring such answers as yes, no, 42, and Ali McCoist. Well, I can't wait to dive into this. <laughs> Are you, were you happy with that? I have to say, I wasn't when I saw the front cover, but when I uh, got stuck into it, love it. Absolutely love it. Wow. wow. There we go. What a successful present. I'm very, yeah. I'm very pleased. Do you, do you want to hear my reasoning behind it? Yeah, yeah, go. Well, you know, so I, 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 you know when we did Alan Hansen, previously we read his book, Strangers Football Injuries. I, I, I know that how much that meant for you, James, to do a book on a Liverpool legend. Uh, and I, I, I'm fascinated by those old um, Christmas stocking fillers. So I looked into other books 
Hansen had written, and lo and behold, what do I find? His soccer quiz book, 1993. And also, I found a Gary Lineker quiz book and a Bob Wilson quiz book, which looked remarkably similar. Maybe in the same book. Is the graphic design on the Ooh, that's a good question. level, James? To the, to the strangest football injuries. Mm. Yeah, that's a good question. Because no. the graphic design in that very book Christmassy. was quite... It is very Ooh. Christmassy looking. Bit of foil on the yeah, cover. No expense spared there. Imagine a three-and-a-half-year-old James Belgian waking up Christmas morning, 1993, and opening that. I was older than that. I was older than that. A 16-year-old James Belgian. <laughs> I wonder if there's one question in that book that I'd get right. Do you know what? It's a perfect Christmas present. It actually is. Like, yep. you know, later in the day, everyone's had a few drinks. Let's even now? Let's Hanson quiz book. Yeah, even now. Even now. <laughs> I mean, okay. it's, it is slightly dated. But, um, give, it, give us an insight into the book. By the, by the way, it's got zero reviews on Amazon. I feel like we should invent like a... You know, there's a Google whack Dave Gorman invented for when something gets one result on Amazon. I feel like... Well, on Google, sorry. I feel like we should do that for our books. If it's got no reviews, it, it passes... The, the the football book club test but but <laughs> and we're allowed to read it we're allowed to read it yeah no other it um but i think marcus hannah had no reviews as well it's one of the few ones we've had like that but anyway james tell us all about alan hansen's soccer quiz book 1993 i mean it is literally all quiz questions like the whole thing um what there's no section where he talks about how he was tortured by uh <laughs> bob paisley or whatever it was that well, he was Mike, in the old microwave book. egg girl does she yeah. pop up? <laughs> he, no, she doesn't. He has a brief introduction, and then each section is comprised of 60 questions. Okay. And they're all different things like uh, the World Cup, Cup Crazy, Football <laughs> Italia, Scottish football, etc. Um, and there's 20 of them. What's 20, 20 sections? Times, what's 20 times 60? Uh, is is 1,200, isn't it? Uh, 12,000. No, yeah, yeah, well, that's not just, sorry. <laughs> 12,000 12, questions. 12,000 questions. <laughs> 12,000 questions. So he does 60. Yeah, of course. Um, um, oh, you got it. I mean, as someone who bloody loves quizzes. Yes. Uh, as evidenced by this uh, podcast. Yeah. Uh, I got to I gotta have a question, mate. Um, oh, I've got. Yeah, James, finally, you questions. can say what name we've got to shout out. You finally got the power to do that. Oh, I haven't done that much prep. I mean, okay. lots, lots of questions. <laughs> He starts off quite so a lot of the questions are quite straight, but then you get a bit further on into the book, and there's a section called "Laws of the Game," which uh-huh. is very interesting. Let me just fire a question. This, at this sounds like a driving theory test. This bit when you've got to memorize all the rules of the road. Okay, so each each section is um, there's a there's a slight introduction at the beginning, so I don't know if you can see that. Oh yeah, oh, so yeah. What, there's what a ca- very old looking referee. Read read us what the, yeah. So this one says. The biggest recent change in the laws of the game is the backpass law, and it's one I don't entirely agree with. I think it penalises good defending. While I can see how it adds to the excitement, the rule makes defenders edgy and discourages good build-up play. That's his what? introduction. What? And I is Alan Hansen, I'm assuming, in that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he not, does write not it a random a, referee. He writes it with a guy called <laughs> William something. Shakespeare? Who he, he name-checks. <laughs> <laughs> this was actually William Shakespeare's first big break. <laughs> William Walker, who he name checks in the preface and oh. says, um, oh, the pre- let's talk about the preface, actually, the introduction. Okay. Jack's, I can great. see Jack is bursting to answer a question. Oh, I'll, I'll, get, I'll get some questions. Um, okay. This makes me laugh. Uh, he basically he says, quizzes are great fun. We often played them in the team bus when we travel into away matches. I used to do fairly well and also gained a bit of a reputation for remembering matches that we played ourselves. 
In actual fact, some of the co- lads called me the memory man. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a Batman villain. <laughs> but like, I don't think it's that difficult to remember cups that they won. Like, no. Alan, when, when did we win the 1986 cup final? 1986? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> the memory man, that's you. I feel like it'd be, it's, it's, it, it's an indictment of the rest of them's like yeah, they must know, be so dim concussion from uh, from yeah. like having too many headers. It's That's nice. worrying. That's worrying. <laughs> so he says, wow. "I've been in some knowledgeable company with William Walker, who's a real football quiz expert, and we've put together some twelve hundred questions on all aspects of the game." Wow, yeah, that's his introduction. Wow, um, William Walker sounds unbearable. <laughs> there, were there any insights into his life at all anywhere else? Zero. I mean, apart Zero, from okay. his, you know, his his uh, introductions to each section, where sure, he sort of gives sure. an opinion. Yeah. Uh, and and by the way, oh, sorry, Jack, to, to keep to keep this going. To keep I'm furious. I'm on His first, his time. first. Um, this made me laugh. His first section is the Premier League, um, and uh, I was like, <laughs> "There's a lot of 1992, 1993 questions here because there'd only been one season in the Premier League at this point, so everything happened yeah. in the 1992, 1993 season. Every um, answer is Brian Dean." <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I was thinking of that. Yeah. yeah. Right. Let's give you a question. Let's let's okay. stop messing about. Here we go. Here okay. We go. Here we go. From laws of the game. Oh, is it one of those ones you got flicked to the back? Flicked to, to the back. The, yeah. Oh god, I remember oh. those. God. God. This seems. This does seem like a really good Christmas present in the sense that you ask the question like at the start of the meal, and then like <laughs> three hours later during the Queen's <laughs> speech, you, you go. Got oh, that. by the way, yeah, it was the offside rule. <laughs> yeah, cool. Great. Thanks. Right. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Yes. We'll start off a bit, Tim. Mm-hmm. Can a goalkeeper swap places with a teammate during a match? Mm, no. Yeah? Wait, hang on. Wait, d- define that. Are we <laughs> saying that a goalkeeper gets sent off? Oh, I doesn't, can, doesn't Christmas must anything. be insufferable with Jet Burn. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I can tell. Wait a second. Define that. Oh, I don't think awful. you can. No, I don't yes, think you can. I no, I just say can. no. Oh, it's a really boring answer. Well, it's either yes or no. <laughs> yes, providing yes! the referee is informed and that plays stopped there we go stop the play don't just switch i'm learning something but as it goes on so a lot of them are just like that sort of rules and whatever um you know what is a punishment for dangerous play um you know could a goal be scored from a wind assisted goal kick yes yes what are they gonna say oh the wind the wind hit it you know that's mad yeah send the wind off with some mad hypotheticals such as this is a lot more like a driving theory test than i did expect yeah <laughs> yeah it really is this, it really, this, is. this, this yeah. really is this one while waiting for a corner kick to be taken a defender punches an attacker <laughs> in, in the penalty box what action should the referee take oh i don't think i know this no no it's not it's an indirect free kick send the send the defender off and it's an indirect free kick i think is it indirect free kick? I thought indirect I free kicks were only really given for obstruction and things no, like so that. No, so I think it's off the ball. I think I remember this happened, actually, in the 98-99 season when I was really into football and was obsessed with it. And I was like, why isn't that a penalty? And Daddy, um, why isn't it a penalty? Daddy, <laughs> we're going straight to, to Bramwell Lane, Daddy. Yeah. <laughs> and what did they do? Give a, an indirect free kick? They gave an indirect free kick. What do they, what do, they do here? So they, the rule must have changed at that point. Oh, okay. Because here... It is send the offending player off and restart play with a corner kick. The corner. Ah, okay. Interesting. I thought That's you would get. Yeah, you probably that probably makes sense. I guess. No wonder they're all hitting each other in the face back then. It was just a corner. <laughs> yeah. Fine. Get another corner. Yeah. Wow. Uh, oh yeah, God, it, I'm doing really badly on this quiz. Yeah. It's right, very he's, hot. A, he's another really good one. 
Okay. At a penalty kick. That's a weird... At a penalty kick. The ball is stopped from entering the goal by a spectator. Should the referee award a goal or a drop ball? What the hell? No, neither. Retake the penalty. The referee doesn't even know what to do in that situation, surely. Retake the penalty, surely. You don't do it. Yeah, don't do a drop ball. Yeah, surely retake. Obviously you'd retake. You'd retake right, and you'd see. you'd punch you'd get the defender who was sent off for punching yeah, the punch, punch striker to punch that guy. <laughs> Although actually this this is the weird thing. I watched an episode of um I think it was called like ITV's The Football. There was a rerun on ITV4. Mm. And I, I you know, that sounds ridiculous that the spectators would do that. In old matches, spectators were right up to the edge of the thing. Oh, like, was this when they showed the old games from like the seventies yeah, and they were like, a couple of the a couple of the fans like literally kick the ball because they're like, There you go. <laughs> just I'm just here. Have that. <laughs> Mad, James. What's the answer? We need oh, to know. Just retake it. It's really boring. It was okay, a trick yeah, question. Cool. Really. <laughs> I want some. Look, 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 James, prepare some more questions for later. Chuck some in some other random ones from ninety two, ninety three Premier League season. And uh, oh, I just want to just want to think about oh, for a while. Yeah, of course. M- may, may a team play in a match wearing tracksuit trousers? <laughs> think about. It. Surely, yeah. I mean, Gabo Karai did no. Gabo Karai no. did it, didn't he? I'll reveal the answer later. Maybe say on the keeper. You'll give the answer later. Okay, well, yeah. get ready for that, guys. Because I'm pretty excited. To, I know Jack is. If, if there was a reason you were going to turn off the podcast, <laughs> <laughs> to make sure you stay. Yeah. Let's move on to present number two. So uh, I'm going to move to uh, our dear friend, the very ill Natasha Frisco. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Hello. Merry Christmas. Hello. Thank you very much. Oh, no problem at all. No problem at all. You see, she was grateful. You guys have no one else said thank you to me. I was so oh, I'm grateful. Sorry. Thank you very much. Yeah. Yeah, there we go. Well, here's the moment. Thank you for not making me read Graham Sooness again. Okay, there we go. <laughs> Let's go back to the moment when Tash received hers in the post. James has sent us all a book. None of us know what these books are, but I'm about to pick it out. From under my tree. I'm a little bit nervous. <laughs> um, okay. It's massive. <laughs> wow. I mean, James, well done. Well done for tracking this down by my queen, the one and only KB, Karen Brady. <laughs> Oh, it's a novel. Oh, excellent. I should be reading this from my sick bed this week. Thank you very much, James. Jackie Collins with football boots on. Sold. Tash, what did you get? What did you get? Remind so, us again. I got possibly the most perfect present for me. I was absolutely thrilled. And I'm not going to lie, James, when it came through the post, I could feel it and it felt like war and peace. So I was like, what is this <laughs> man Merry sent Christmas. me in the bloody post? But I opened it and it was Karen Brady's novel, United. Yeah, I know oh you well, Tash. God. I know you well. I yeah. know you very well. And uh, it's... It's not an autobiography. I didn't have to listen to some man write 400 pages about that time that he scored on a wet Wednesday in Sheffield. You're on the wrong podcast, Tash, for that. If if that makes you. (laughs) It was so good. I I haven't actually quite finished it, but I'm about two thirds of the way through. Um, Because as I mentioned, it's actually 502 pages long. Um, It genuinely looks so long. It is a big book. I was a bit worried when I bought it. That it was two book. 
But too big. Sorry. But I remember. I remember. Ta- I, I thought it was too. I thought books. it was too. I might be. I might be. <laughs> I remember Tash though. How I remember how much you loved the Karen Brady book we read last series. Was it? Yes. We read. Um. I can't. What it was called? The Brady plays the blues. Brady yes. plays the blues. Yeah. Brady, that was um, it. I loved about her that. time at Birmingham City. Yeah, and I found she wrote a few books like this. Yeah, and I thought the way that she wrote was really good. I think we all kind of agreed that she was actually quite a good writer. And she did Agreed. actually write this book. I did a bit of, you know, there was no ghost writer. She did actually write it. Um, and from the cover, it's a bit like sexy Jilly Cooper-esque. You know, there's some plumped up red lips blowing a whistle, obviously. Um, uh, but the story is actually quite good. It's um, okay. Get me hot under my Santa lady- collar. Yeah. It, oh, it's a bit raunchy. <laughs> it's like Jackie Collins vibes, you know. Jackie Ooh. Collins meets footballers' wives. Can Great. I lend this to my mum afterwards? I think it's the kind of book that she'd like to read. It's the kind of thing she's got stacked uh, yes, up at home. Yes, you can, but you're not having uh, this copy. You uh, can get it. Yeah, Tash, will the, uh, will, the, will the pages be stuck together, <laughs> Tash? Hey, lads, lads, lads. Christmas, Christmas, Christmas. <laughs> the ultimate callback. Yes. How do you like it, Tash? <laughs> I mean, they might be, but judging by the fluids that have been coming out of my face this week, it won't be from That's anything true. sexy. Oh my God. <laughs> Don't worry, James's oh, mum. It's, uh, yeah. it's cut that. Sexy. Cut that. Cut an old Tash, you've ruined one of the qu- quiz questions for later. What? <laughs> <laughs> what fluids are coming out of Tasha's face this week? <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's really good, actually. So I'll give you a quick rundown of the plot and where I am so far. There is a lady called Sarah, who's one of those. You know, when you watch a sort of Hollywood film and they have an indeterminable high-powered job and they wear lots uh-huh. of pencil skirts and have a corner office that looks over manhattan but you don't really know what they do yep she's one of those yep. ladies and she has a friend nice. friend who uh, is a politician who owns a football club and uh-huh. they mysteriously die and she Whoa. gets left the football club <gasps> in the inheritance so she goes to this football club and it's ran by lots of men who don't like that this sexy lady's come in. I mean, it's kind of Ted Lasso-y, if you've been watching okay. Ted and Lasso. Also, it sounds extremely autobiographical. It sounds yes, like, exactly. I wonder where she got this. Yeah, yeah. With like a murder and, mystery in the middle of it. And she yeah. uncovers that there's this web of corruption where all of mm. the men who are working at the football club are siphoning off money, and that's why the club's not succeeding. And they try and sell it to the papers that the club's not succeeding because there's a woman in charge. But she's like, no, you're taking all the money so we can't buy any good players. And she outs it all. And that's the stage. Oh, it's really good. That's really it's, cool. It's got, it's, it's got a very like locker room romp fest. All the everyone's sexy in it. It's really Ooh. good. I'm, it's, it's, it's great. When's it, when was it written out of interest? 1996. Okay, so that yeah, was when she was still at Birmingham, I guess. Yeah, she was still at Birmingham. Wow, at one point, okay. It's and one she of was... the scandals that they accidentally give away uh, like some of the advertising hoarding to a <laughs> vacuum cleaning <laughs> company and I then mean, only get a vacuum cleaner time. in the time. There's still nice. time. But it's is, really is, good. And How much uh, shagging are we talking in this book? Not loads of shagging. Not, not so much that it takes away from the plot. Oh, but good. enough okay. that, like, you know. There's quite a lot. Yeah, is there is there is there a Paul Pesky Salido character? Her husband. Oh yeah, and he's hot. He's like got some random Greek name, and I'm okay. like, I know what you've done here. That, yeah. You're not smart. Uh, <laughs> that's him. But okay. she also 
has a bit of a thing for one of the older executives. And I was like, ooh, I wonder. Oh, no. Watch out, David Gold slash David yeah. Sullivan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jeepers. Wow. Yeah. Sounds, so sounds great. It's, it's really good. And it's titled Trash Fest, which is exactly what I've needed while I've been lying on the sofa all week. So thank you very much, Santa Bug. Hey, that's Santa. what I'm here for. <laughs> that's what I'm here for. I'll be full disclosure. I won't lie. The reason I bought this book uh, it wasn't my first book in mind. However, I'm quite glad I bought it for you in the end. Basically, I didn't want to buy it for you because I knew it was the longest book ever written. Yeah. Uh, but so originally, I tried to buy you uh, a book that I only recently discovered existed. Lorenzo Amoruso's Italian cookbook. Yes. Oh. I know. I and mean. I, I, every it, recipe has Baileys in it. I would love that so much. I, if anyone I mean, knows I, where I can get a copy of that, then. I think we can. I think we can still get a copy, but. Not last minute, and my one was cancelled very sadly. So that's why ah. I grabbed this one in. Uh, and yeah. you know, we'll do if you want us to read Lorenzo Amoruso's cookbook next uh, later in the series, we'll do that. That's well, fine. Do you, remember, we should, we should... do you remember a few months ago when I was talking about Claire from Steps making the carbonara? Well, that's true, yeah. yeah. It could be a bit like that, I reckon. We could, you know, I'd, I'd give some of his food. recipes a go. Ali McCoy's teach you how to do um circus tricks. Like, <laughs> <in> that. <laughs> <laughs> that'd be. That'd be great. Well, I'm glad I made you Christmas. Um, yes, you did. Oh, yes. That's, you know, that's a nice, that's, that's the first time ever someone on the show has thanked me for getting them the book. <laughs> uh, like, everyone's been so happy about the, the book you read. That's what a happy, what a happy experience. I mean, I'll just tell you how the Daily Express describe it on the back of the cover. Please. Sexy, bouncy doorstop. And that's exactly how I'd describe it. <laughs> what doorstop? Sexy, bouncy doorstop. Because it's that so bloody a big. Book. big. Wow, that's, a, that's an insult. What, are, they, are they expecting you'd read it on the floor? <laughs> I just feel like I just put it. <laughs> Get out of the way, Mum. I'm reading Karen Brady's book. It sounds. It sounds like um the lyrics to that Savage song. Uh, yeah. I'm a savage. <laughs> Sexy, bouncy, Sexy. doorstop. And me, Brady. Yes. Time for a break. But when we return. Jack will be opening his present and we'll be having Christmas dinner with Neil Redfern. <laughs> Hi, we're Football Book Club Podcast and we need your support. Now, let's let's drop the appeal music. Hi, everyone. James here. And I just want to tell you about the brand new Football Book Club Club, which you can join to receive bonus weekly episodes, access to exclusive member events and your very own Football Book Club book book bookmark, all for the same price as a used copy of Darren Huckabee's 2007 book, Hucks. So if you enjoy the podcast and need to hear more afterwards, head to patreon.com forward slash football book club. Enjoy the episode. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. 
Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome back to Football Book Club's Christmas Party. Hey! Tash was just having a coughing fit. As I said, right. that, <laughs> as all off. good parties should have. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, the club are opening my Christmas presents to them. We have been a lovely time so far. Tash uh, was very happy with her gift of Karen Brady's. What was the book called again? United, obviously. United. That it should have been called something else. Just something sexier than that. No, because yeah. it's beating the boys at their own game is the tagline. That sounds United. like a good title. That's beating a good the idea. Boys at their own beating game. the boys at their own game. Yeah, definitely. Just beating the beating the boys. That'd be a good name. <laughs> uh, and James uh, has been equally delighted with his uh, copy of um, Alan Hansen's soccer book, sexy soccer book, nineteen ninety three. Any more? Any more questions for us, James? Yeah, of course. I got loads. Oh, there's one thing I didn't tell you about, by the way. Um, his rating system at the end of each section. So, rating for example, us, the quizzer. Yeah, oh, yeah, if you so get like you, you okay, can yeah. score how many? Yeah, so um, taking one for example, uh, super stoppers is a section, so it's all about defending. Okay, so when you get to the end of the questions, it says how you fared if you got forty six to sixty or solid as a rock, nice. thirty one to forty five, sound defense, sixteen to thirty, a bit wobbly at the back, <laughs> none to fifteen, leaking like a sieve, and each section has another good name. Karen Brady's system. book. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Leaking like a sieve. Oh, oh, it's well, gone blue. It's gone blue. It's gone blue. It's Christmas. Um, oh, it sounds. It sounds good, James. Well, uh, uh, oh, tell us the answer to that question. People don't keep us. Don't keep us all waiting. What, the the tracksuit bottom one. Yeah, tracksuit bottom one. Uh, I think Can it's uh, yes. If think the referee. Think? Uh, <laughs> I remember it. Uh, yes, if the referee uh, deems it suitable in cold weather. <laughs> Okay. Basically, the answer so if, a lot of the time is ask the ref. If the, if ref, the ref, ref, it's up sure. to him. He yeah. goes around feeling your knees, and he goes, yeah, it's acceptable, acceptable in that yeah. weather. Cool. All right, quick right. one. Oh, before you're a bit, it's on. a bit nippy, isn't it? Have a tracksuit bottom. Is it? It's not another rules of the game question, is it? Let's move no, on. No, to no, 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 cool. no. Okay. Wait, why? You, you sound like you didn't enjoy those questions. James. I did. I loved it. I loved him, James. I loved him. I'm now you know how it feels, James. When we have to listen to your quiz questions every week. I give you funny names. Quiz questions. Interesting. Which Baltic country? Does the team Norma Tallinn hail from? Uh, Estonia. Oh, Estonia, yeah. 
yeah, surely easy easy that was easy 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 there we go that's a geography question oh you just wait until we get to scottish football later on you just wait all right well just before jack opens his present obviously a big part of christmas is the christmas dinner am i right (laughs) (laughs) what do you want what do you want the response to be am i right am i right right? let me let me let me tell you guys you ever you ever eaten a christmas dinner you guys uh, what's the deal with them christmas dinners i'm talking potatoes carrots <laughs> the, and the you know bit. i'm talking brussels sprouts <laughs> but no i haven't made you a roast guys don't get too excited but i know one footballer who would uh, so in place of our meal here's a little christmasy clip from last series when ivo graham came on and read neil redfern's book with us mm-hmm. i think it's time for this week's dramatic reading Ooh. um can somebody cue the dramatic music please Cute, dramatic I don't know if music. You want to. Oh, okay, don't let Ivo do it. Thanks, Tash. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, we got to pick up the pace. This dramatic reading is called Neil Redfern Celebrates Christmas Slightly Early. Okay. <laughs> I like this anecdote. I, if this is the defrosted turkeys anecdote, I'm up for it. It might be. It might be. You don't know. There might be another story. No, let, let's wait and see. Every year, for instance, we received a frozen turkey at Christmas. <laughs> Although one festive season, when finances were tight, we had to settle for a capon. We said that if we were down to a chicken the following year, we'd call in the PFA. Um, <laughs> I really like that joke, but I also think he's not kidding. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think he's, he get, does get quite angry with things sometimes. Sue <laughs> so would definitely have budgeted for turkeys, I reckon. No, they would have, uh, you'd have get all your petty cash, go down to yeah. the turkey farm. Uh, <laughs> Barnsley's loss was WH Smith's game. Um, so... <laughs> The turkeys were usually delivered late morning, a week or ten days before Christmas, and left in the supporters' club bar, which is always cool. I think he means cool as in cold, because it was only used on match days, and the radiator <laughs> turned off for the rest of the time. Yes, he does oh, mean but, cold. <laughs> oh, but also the vibe was pretty The vibe was, was pretty, pretty sweet chill. in uh, Barnsley. It was a pretty sweet vibe in yeah. the Barnsley club bar. <laughs> the players would just be finishing training when the birds arrived, uh, and he doesn't mean that in a footballer sense. And after a pot of tea and a shower together, we'd go along to the bar to collect our Christmas dinner. One year, things didn't go according to plan. Here we go. The birds were delivered first thing in the morning, way ahead of schedule, and before most of the players had arrived. And it was a particularly cold day. Anyone who's spent some time at Oakwell on a cold winter's day, nope, will know how how inhospitable that can be. The central heating under the stand was on foot. We can skip this bit, I think. (laughs) What the (laughs) fuck? It's just about central heating. Oh, yeah, you are. But that's that's the key. You're you're right. You're right. I am skipping too far. The central heating. Imagine imagine if we just skip to the end now. Long story short, uh, the the central heating under the stand was on full bore, and as luck would have it, no one remembered to turn off the radiators at the supporters' bar. It was like a... You see where this is going. It was like a furnace in there, and the frozen birds didn't stand a chance. Here we go. The mood changed when they returned to the dressing room empty-handed. Where's your turkeys then? Sorry, I just very quickly... I love the the idea of the mood changing as if there's been (laughs) a death in the family. Like, lads, where's your turkeys? There'll be no turkeys this year. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what? It's really like it, it's a real moment of drama. It's very Dickensian, I, isn't it? I, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It is. It is very true. Um, <laughs> Sorry. Now I got, got an image of Neil Redfern sticking his head out the window. The saying, Christmas yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Get me the one that's as big as 
John Sheridan for no one uh, <laughs> the mood changed when they returned to the dressing room empty handed where's your turkeys then I don't know who's asking that question there's no one who's given an indication who's asking that that is a very odd question in isolation running around in the bloody bar they've thawed out I'm assuming Neil says the news was greeted with a stunned silence none of us were, the, were Gordon Ramsay exactly although I'll write that Gordon Ramsay would know what to do with a thawed turkey yeah, yeah. do they call him up like Gordon yeah. hi uh, quick question you know the Barnsley central heating well it's usually like <laughs> It's a pretty uh, cool bar. Yeah. <laughs> but we knew enough about the risks of salmonella poisoning to know the refrozen turkeys can be bad news for the family at Christmas. With over a week to go before the big day, the birds currently warming up nicely in the bar were going to well past their best by the time Christmas morning came round. We had no choice. We took them home, had an early Christmas dinner, and made hurried plans to find a replacement the next day. Oh. What a dramatic reading. Very dramatic. Well, that is a dramatic reading because he doesn't tell us. He says we made hurried plans to, you know, to find a bird for the future, but he doesn't tell us if he did. Yeah, that, pay, that we don't. That could easily. Have, I think that's what the story needed to go on for another three I pages. I would like to know that. that. What did Neil Redfern have on? What did he eat on Christmas Day, nineteen ninety-eight? What did he? <laughs> that was one of our rare references to Christmas. In a True. in an episode, we don't really have many of them. That Christmas hasn't been a complaint of the show. I'd say. No, <laughs> like that's a lot of not reviews. true. Not enough Christmas. All those talking fancy about dress parties are always. Nah, for we go. Yeah, we we've, got get whole, we've got a whole. We've got a whole Christmas tree narrative that's been going on forever. Oh, of course. Well, of course, this is the year we lost Glen Rhoda, and usually we would check in with our Christmas tree salesman in Billericay. But um, yeah, R.I.P. Glen. But yeah, fancy dress is something which does pop up a lot. We've had some bad outfits. We have Wes well, Morgan's I see, terrible um, uh, video game related party. I see fancy dress as being for all year round. Yeah, okay? it could be to celebrate anything. Exactly. I'd say if you're not if you're not doing a party fancy dress, then it's not a party. It's not a party. <laughs> in, ja- in Jack's opinion. In Jack's opinion, I. Is I will, that what they said at number ten as well? That exactly what I was. Like. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh my word! That, that political <laughs> reference that will definitely still be relevant <laughs> in two weeks' time. <laughs> I need to say what, what day is it? It's currently the eighth of December, and these are these are yeah. admittedly political zingers at the moment but yeah basically have i got news for you in here today that's true james i was expecting some biting political satire of you at the beginning of this and you you opted for a a a father christmas fact file off jack instead which i think i I enjoyed even anton deck did a bit last night exactly oh my gosh even even our rivals anton (laughs) deck yeah (laughs) i know we're competing with i'm a celeb this year but um look let's go easy on and john or whatever they're called joel and jake and joel Yeah. Make sure you listen to our Patreon, guys. Great present for Christmas. Great present yeah. for Christmas. Mm-hmm. Subscribe to okay, our Patreon. I, I would. I. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I just wonder: is that a great present for Christmas? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think it's the best present you can receive on Christmas Day. www.patreon.com forward slash football book club. This wasn't meant to turn into an advert for it, but it has. Join the football book club club. Give us another fact quickly, James. Uh, it, which 1992 Christmas fancy dress party? Did uh, Brian Dean? <laughs> Correct. There we go. Brian Dean is the answer. Finally on the board in this Christmas quiz. <laughs> <laughs> Time for our final present of the day. We've reached the end of Christmas. Tash would be fuming by this point if it was her having to open her present last. <laughs> My dear friend, Jack Bernhardt. Hello. Let's play the moment you uh, received your Christmas present from me this year. Okay, I have received my Christmas present from James from Football Book Club. 
It's right here. Uh, let's take a look what he's got, mate. I hope it's something good. Very excited. Oh my god. It is Theo Walcott's TJ and the Penalty. A, uh, I assume, harrowing look at Theo Walcott's inability to take a penalty. I, I'm guessing it's a kid's book. Uh, written by Theo Walcott when he was a child. Clearly, about 12 there. Um, this looks amazing. I can't wait to read it. I can't wait to dedicate the rest of my life to discussing it. Um, I can't wait to talk about it incessantly on the podcast. Uh, and I can't wait for you guys to hear it. What a day. What a day. What a day, TJ. What a day. So, Jack, what is it? Remind us all what you got. The present I received is Theo Walcott's smash hit kids book, TJ and the Penalty. Uh, it is a really really quite sweet really quite lovely kids book written ostensibly by theo walcott but really written by his ghostwriter uh i was gonna say brian may but it's not brian may it's paul may imagine <laughs> paul may. if it was brian may david um, may da- <laughs> all the mays okay um it is a so uh, you know i'm a bit of a grinch on this podcast apparently yeah I've, I've become quite a grinchy guy this is actually quite a sweet little book. I'll be oh. honest. It's quite, it's quite cute. It's about a little boy called TJ who plays with his school team. And he has great, you know, players like uh, his, his, all of his friends, like um, uh, what you got, Rob, who's the little stats guy. Uh, he, he doesn't the nerd. Really play, but he, he, the little nerd. Yeah, and they're, like, nerd. they're always like, nerd. they're always like, how many shots have we had, Rob? And Rob's like, uh, I think you've had seven shots. <laughs> oh, uh, cute. I, I wonder cute. who he would be if he was on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, James, how dare you? Tash, what did you say? <laughs> Said, are they like TJ and Gus from Recess? That's what I'm getting. Yes. It's a little, it's a little bit levels of TJ. And, I mean, honestly, the, the TJ looks exactly like Theo Walcott. He really does. Uh, to the point that I think he should have been called uh, T.O. Jolcott. Uh, <laughs> it's it's quite... It, 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 he's just the Walker. It's very cute. It's very sweet. You've also got Rodrigo, the little boy from Portugal who can't speak English, uh, oh. who whenever um, the referee does something bad, he goes, Referee, you need a glass! Um, <laughs> referee, they're in the generator room. <laughs> <laughs> But um, the main character in this book is actually Jamie, uh, who is uh, because apparently this is you know there are seven of these books or something weird like that. Oh, there's probably, loads. There's TJ loads. and T- which one's this? Pel- the penalty. There's TJ, TJ and the cup run. TJ and the winning goal. TJ and the hat trick. Yeah, the the TJ the and the being overlooked for the 2010 World Cup squad. <laughs> <I'm barely> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> TJ and the disappointing end to his Arsenal career. <laughs> yeah. uh, TJ there's, there's and the underwhelming return to Southampton. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love. I don't want to be mean about Theo Walcott. This, this is why this, I bought you the book. I knew you loved him, and also, the, the, you know, the real reason why I bought it for you, Jack, because I have the reading age of a eight-year-old. Because <laughs> you're a child. Because he had a baby this year, and I wanted you to oh, read it to your little baby. That's true. I actually did last night when she wouldn't oh. sleep. I genuinely, because I was aware that I had to read it for this episode, uh, but also because I thought it'd be cute. I read a bit to her, and she started screaming. <laughs> In a a happy way? In happy, yeah, she was delighted by it. Referee, where's your glass? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Ah! Um, What's interesting about this is that the penalty in question 
is not anything to do with TJ because I was going to say, you know, Theo Walcott can't really take penalties um, or didn't really take many penalties at Arsenal, at least. Um, it's actually this book is really about TJ's friend, Jamie, who starts off uh, being a defender, but he apparently eats too much. Uh, he becomes really unfit <laughs> because he eats so much and he turns into a goalkeeper. Um <laughs> And at the end, it's a TJ. Sorry, Jamie saves the penalty uh, that gives them that wins them the cup effectively. Um, and the message of the book seems to be: oh, also Jamie starts eating more healthily, but he's okay. also a good goalkeeper. But he can only really because he's so unfit at first. He can only play in goal for them, um, and he does loads of really good saves, even though he's unfit. Um, and the 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 villain of the piece is the <laughs> is the uh, lunch lady who won't stop feeding Jamie shepherd's pies. Um, so <laughs> basically, basically, it's ba- the, whole, the whole book is TJ being like, God, I hope Jamie eats well. And he goes on lots of runs and, you know, we'll, we'll make sure that we eat healthily. And then they'll go into the lunchroom and, like, uh, Jamie will be stuffing his face with, um, with shepherd's pie. And they'll go, lunch lady, what are you doing? And she'll be like, he needs it. He's big boned. <laughs> 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 it sounds amazing wow. sounds- there is a bit very quickly there yeah. is a bit where um because <laughs> i'm also so it's set in a fictional like place they're, they're they're called parkview and the local team is called wanderers we never established where this is uh but there is a premier league team called wanderers and there's a guy called marshall uh, I think his name—I can't remember his last name. Marshall something. He's a Premier League Mathers? player. Marshall Mathers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he, he's got um, mum spaghetti on him. Yeah. Uh, of course. <laughs> that's why he's so fat. Um, <laughs> but he—he he comes and watches them play, and he's really impressed by TJ because he thinks he's really good. And at one point, very early on in the book, when Jamie's eating way too much, he points to him and goes, "Hang on, I've got the exact line here." Marshall shook hands with TJ. Let's show these guys how it's done because they're about to do some training. He said as he waits for Mister Wood to sort out the other groups. Hey, looks like your friend jamie's put on a few pounds yeah you need to get him fit (laughs) that's a premier league fictional premier league player just pointing at a eight-year-old boy saying you're a bit fat aren't you you're a chubby lad you're a chubby chubby lad wow Um, but genuinely it it sounds like a book michael owen would write i can imagine michael owen doing that but also he wouldn't make a goalkeeper the hero if michael owen yeah that's what i was thinking until you said he was a hero i was like did michael owen ship him (laughs) what's interesting so i think it's almost like the 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 good version of Michael Owen, if that makes sense. It's very mm. it's very much like I could definitely imagine this being a tie-in with the Michael Owen show that he did where he came sure. out. Sure, yeah. you know the yeah. you know the um the one which was kind of disturbing. <laughs> Hero to zero. Yeah. Discussed that. Yeah, yeah had a with lot the of, poster with the poster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, like it it definitely this it has a real like like heart to it. It's quite sweet, even though in places it's very um. Uh, it, there, there's it's probably the most of all of the books that we've talked about here it's probably the most that's most like a footballer's autobiography because there are several ah. bits where he'll spend entire chapters on like uh how he went round a player and then they'll go and we won the quarterfinal four nil and you're like oh okay well it, i really i felt like i was back reading jimmy floyd hasselbank at that point but <laughs> sure, apart from that, okay that's good that it they it's great. good it's good that they transferred it felt, that really, it felt in a way and quite realistic it sounds like karen brady's book sounds pretty autobiographical it's just getting off with a fake yeah. paul pesky salido throughout yeah. right yeah. yeah yeah and alan hansen's got some great insights into his, into his career like uh i don't know he had he had some things in there about the offside <laughs> but, uh, jack would you read more of the TJ and the X series. Um, do you want the honest answer or do you want the Christmas <laughs> ending answer? Uh, let's ha- let's have a Christmas miracle at the end. 
We're doing uh, both. We'll do both. We'll do both. We'll do, here's your Christmas miracle. Here's your um, Christmas miracle answer. I was going to give up reading, and then I read <laughs> TJ and the Penalty, and it it made me believe in Christmas again. Yeah. Hey. Um, and what's your honest answer? Fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> Um, before we end that, I wanted to read. Um, that's the only one that had an Amazon review. This book, okay, four point seven out of five, nineteen reviews, including this one by Matthew Copping, titled "Football," <laughs> and it read. Um, <laughs> it's accurate. It, yep, it read um, match of the day. Do 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 voodoo do do uh H nickel by her. You inuit the first is T. <laughs> That was the that was the entire review. <laughs> Probably no. That's definitely mo- a clue in like uh, <laughs> yeah. a, a national treasure style movie. <laughs> yeah, like I, they, I agree. they'll go on Theo Walcott's like, oh wait a second, TJ and the penalty. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> it was an old book, wasn't it? Go on the Amazon, see what they say about it. <laughs> well, you know, it's, it's I mean, it's more coherent than most of the Basel Boys reviews. <laughs> oh, I'll take you. that Basel Boy. Zing. That so, political joke will uh that, that will, we'll we'll Buzzer Boy is through. never ending. Buzzer Boy is never ending. He's eternal. Guys, it sounds like I'm blowing my own horn here. Sounds like it was a pretty big success this Christmas. Sounds like three yeah. out of three. Yeah. Done I nailed well. it. Yeah. Done very, very well. Merry yeah. Christmas, James. Yeah. Thank you very much. Thank you. Very- James, you you've been noticeably quiet just then. Did I nail what you wanted? Uh I'll 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 put it to the group as a question, shall I? True or false, it's been a <laughs> successful Christmas. Oh, oh! True. Alan true. says, absolutely true. Yay! <laughs> I thought you were going to say it was going to be like ask the referee if the referee had a good time. <laughs> you had a good time. Yeah. Um. Quickly, did your books change you at this special time of the year? Uh. We'll kick off with Tash. Did your book change you and a score at the end? Well, when I started reading it, I was totally bedbound, and now here I am, alive with makeup on. So yes, I give this book. <laughs> Full credit for my miraculous recovery. Is that ten out of ten? Ten out of ten. Wow, <laughs> incredible! This it's is like, like your a, um, like your ticket strictly. to Willy Wonka's um, chocolate exactly. factory. It's the thing that's got. This you is going. my Horcrux. I, I'm going to say that the scores can't count on this one. No, no, <laughs> no this, sure. is, this is this is like Strictly. Can we just? It say? is like yeah. it's, it's the Strictly the Strictly Christmas special when they just go. Yeah. Ah, here's a ten. Yeah, here's a ten. To, Fuck it, have a ten. You. you you spend the whole thing on the floor being dragged yeah. around. But hey, have a ten. Go on, Christmas. James, what are you giving yours out of 10? And did it change you? Oh, it definitely changed me. Honestly, the laws of the game that I know now, which I didn't know before. You're unstoppable. It's, yeah, 9 out of 10. Wow! That's probably, the, that's probably the highest thing you've ever given it. Yeah. Compare that to Alan Hansen's last stocking filler we have. We've got about <laughs> 1 out of 10 total. And Jack, moment uh, of truth. i got to give it a 10 as well. Wow. A bit where, where TJ... Um, insults a bunch of reception children for making bread rolls that are really weird shapes <laughs> and reception children are what like four four <laughs> yeah four five yeah they're basically like, hey these guys can't bake <laughs> fuck you what? tj do you think walcott went into like the right whoever's writing this book with him was like yeah, I, you know that, that's my head in yeah <laughs> people who can't you ever, people who can't, you ever get a four-year-old to bake for you <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and they they're suck. all really weird shapes they suck at it yeah, I bet his kid was four at the time. Yeah, <laughs> he's getting this shitty bread every day. Anyway, um, look, I've got one final present for you—a little surprise. It is Christmas after all. Yeah, I know you. I know. I know you. You're already pretty satisfied with your presents, but I've got one last thing. And do you know what it is? 
Is it a Christmas Ken song? It's a Christmas Ken song. Yay! You guessed it perfectly. Uh, it's the must-have gift this Christmas, <laughs> along with the Patreon uh, subscription. Yeah. And, and Patreon, that's, that's actually the most. This is the second um, must-have. Uh, well, he's you know you know Ken is. We mention all the time. He's our friend who writes another chant. We like to hear for a footballer every single week. Um, he's got a little message for you. Actually, he's got in two parts this message. Hey there, football book club. Ken Zong here, wishing you a very merry Christmas. That's the first thing. And don't worry, don't worry, he's got a song. He's got a song with it. Um, to the tune of an E17 Christmas classic. Hey now. Baby, when we've got hey to play now. away, hey now. Hey only one man can save the day. Hey now. Hey now. Give the ball to David May. Oh, don't think that you'll ever score. While he's manning our back four, <laughs> there's no besting David May. Incredible. Ken Zong, round of applause. I think that's. <coughs> this is like when um, when Dylan went electric. It feels yeah. like we're, we're moving into a new genre. I agree. That's a new level of production for Ken. Yeah. Incredible. Sounds like that Imogen I... Heap song. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and he and he does exist. Someone, James, you told us one of your mates doesn't maybe exist. That's him. That's him singing. I'm yeah. not putting that voice on. It's a real person. And now it's truly Christmas. I think I think you will agree. It, it really is. feels like Christmas. Yeah. Really now we've like heard Christmas. James sing. Uh, Ken sing that. Perfect. James, James, he, he isn't real. <laughs> He's just. <laughs> uh, I mean, not me. Uh, that is all for our Christmas party, guys. I'm so sorry. Do you enjoy it? Do you have a great time? Yes. Great time. I loved great it. Time. Uh, I, I'm glad. I'm glad. Football book club club members. We're gonna have a little Christmassy treat for you. On Christmas Day, uh, later in the week, you know, as I mentioned earlier, is the must-have gift this Christmas. And to I'm listen just, to I'm it- sorry, I'm just imagining someone being like, good news, I know you wanted a diamond ring, honey, but uh, <laughs> I got you something even better because a podcast told me to. It is better. It is better. <laughs> Screw you. Chuck your diamond rings in the sea. Get a membership for this. We'll have a little Christmas treat for you on Christmas Day. To listen, please do join the football book. Ignore Jack and join the football book club club. For all our bonus episodes and to get your hands on a football book club book book bookmark, that's an- another great Christmas present. Head to patreon.com forward slash football book club to do that. Uh, and, you know, that's what that's what this season is all about anyway, making us financially sustainable <laughs> for the rest of the remainder of the series. Do get in touch with us on Twitter at Footy Book Club, Instagram at Football Book Club or on Facebook. Send your thoughts, your all the footballer puns, chant ideas, anything. We're going to have a little Serie A esque winter break but we'll still be bringing you an episode in a fortnight it's something a little different and then we'll be back in mid-january with the next classic football book club episode i mean by classic i mean uh, judge for yourself whether it's classic i mean traditional probably is the word time will tell time will tell uh <laughs> featuring the brilliant adam hurry who's editor and writer at the athletic and host of the football cliches pod which is a great podcast oh wow Oh, wow. That's it made me excited time. for 2022, baby. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what's, that's what's, what's going to... I can't wait for 2022. Screw Christmas. Bring on 2022. Bring on my football book club. <laughs> Any last Christmassy words, guys? Beating the boys. <laughs> <laughs> Beat the boys this Christmas. Enjoy. Thank you. Bye. Bye.
imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.